Hello, this is Elijah, and thank you for listening to my podcast. This is the philosophy of religion or theodicy. In Western thought, the philosophy of religion is concerned with religious language, what it means, what does it uh, do, and whether it can be shown to be true or false. It can also be concerned with metaphysical claims, that is, if God exists, the nature of the arguments by which such claims are defended, and the basis upon which those claims can be shown to be true or false. There are three features of religion. Religious experience, what it is, and what sort of knowledge it can yield to miracles. In particular, whether there can ever be sufficient evidence to prove that a miracle has taken place or if there is no evidence can it be a miracle the problem of evil whether belief in a god is compatible with the existence of suffering and evil in the world although i must say that the problem of evil is one if not the hardest part of any religious sect in our world. Let's go to the nature and the status of religious language. Now, if you describe a religious event or organization, the language you use need not be specially religious. Consider the following. 1. The Pope is the Bishop of Rome. 2. The Jewish religion forbids the eating of pork. The first of these is true by definition since Pope is a title used for the Bishop of Rome. The second can be shown to be true by looking at the Jewish scriptures. Now, it would depend not be made invalid by evidence that a non-practicing Jew had been seen eating a bacon sandwich. For the moral and religious rules remain true even if they are broken. Provided that there are third terms that are understood and evidence to back up any claims exists, there is, in general, no problem with this kind of descriptive language as far as religion is concerned. Religious people themselves use language in a variety of ways. They may pray, they may give thanks, hold moral discussions, make statements about their beliefs. These again provided that the terms are understood present no particular philosophical problems. The main area in which religious language causes philosophical problems is in the area of metaphysics. I repeat, the main area in which religious language causes philosophical problems is in the area of metaphysics. Metaphysics is the statement of belief about that which is beyond the ordinary experienced world of space and time. Metaphysics is literally meant after physics. Some philosophers might want to dismiss the metaphysics as meaningless and all with it they would therefore discard most statements of religious belief 
We need to explore the distinctive nature of religious questions and beliefs then. How and why? One way of expressing a distinctive flavor of religious language is to highlight the difference between how questions and why questions. Science answers how by explaining how individual parts of the world relate to one another. But I think religion asks why. Not how does the world work, but why is there a world at all? A why question asks about meaning and purpose. It cannot be answered in terms of empirical facts alone. This is illustrated by a story of John Wisdom, 1904-1993, a professor of philosophy at Cambridge from 1952-1968, and also at Virginia and Oregon. Two explorers came across a clearing in the jungle. It contains a mixture of weeds and flowers. One claims that there must be a gardener who comes to tend the clearing. The other denies it. They sit and wait, but no gardener appears. However, many ways they use, they try to detect him. One continues to deny that there is a gardener. The other says that there is a gardener, one who is invisible, undetectable. But, and, and, and this is the central point of the argument, you know. How do you distinguish an invisible gardener? whose activity is open to question from the idea that there is no gardener at all. As originally presented, this story was used to show that a good idea could die the death of a thousand qualifications. In other words, when all obvious qualities that the gardener might have are eliminated, nothing of any significance remains. But the story also illustrates the idea of a blick. A blick is a particular view of things. In the story, the same evidence is available to the two explorers, but they choose to interpret it differently. We have our own blick and interpret everything in the light of it. It can be argued that religious belief is this one blick one way of organizing our experience of the world. As such, it is more or no more or less true than anyone else's blick. And every argument ends with someone saying, well, if that's the way you want to see it, it will be.